Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. So during these tough times that we're going through right now with the quarantines and the lockdown due to COVID-19, I feel like we have to really stick together. And although we can't physically stick together um, because of social distancing and whatnot, I feel like we need to stay connected in other ways. And thankfully for video calls and group chats, we're able to stick together and stay connected even more so than any time in our lives. And with that being said, to get through tough times, you need a good set of friends. And so today I want to talk about friendship and how much it means not only to me, but in any situation, someone that you can really rely on. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So I want to first say that I didn't really want to name specific people because the last podcast I named some people, but not all the people that I met. And I really felt bad afterwards. I felt like sing like signaling out people. The other people that weren't mentioned may get upset, but I just want to put this out there right now. Everyone that I've met, thank you. Honestly, you have really helped me. And no matter how big or small um, the gesture, it was really, really means a lot to me. So again, thank you very much. But this time, I really want to focus on my friends from day one until now. Uh, so, of course, growing up in a small village, it's a very tight-knit group, I would say. Uh, the everyone-knows-everybody sort of feel. Okay, growing up with a graduation class of, I think, 18 from my elementary school, there we were all pretty close for the most part. Uh, but there's one friend in particular that has stuck through it no matter what the situation, and his name is Aaron. And now I know that we've known each other for, gosh, over 25 years, 24 years now. We've been through a lot. Uh, he helped me out a lot, especially when I moved away to Ontario. He was one of the people that actually we had more phone calls when I was in Ontario than I was living here in Nova Scotia through girl problems and all that sort of thing. He was always there and I really appreciate every single, every single talk. It means a lot. He's definitely going to be a friend that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. So you're stuck with me, buddy. I don't care what you say. Uh, but even still uh, going through middle school, of course, the group of 18 uh, they kind of spread out and went on their own separate ways with the popular kids and with the uh, nerdy kids and the jocks. There, there's all the groups, right? It's in it's like in any sort of high school drama TV series. So in middle school, I had a chance to meet two of my other really close friends, Chris, his nickname is Chine, and Mason. At first, I'll start with Mason. I'm not going to lie, I thought he was a little little weird. <laughs> um, again, just because he was so open to everything, you could tell him, like, 
go do a cartwheel and he may not know how to do one, but he's like, okay. And uh, yeah, so he was really, really open in that way. But as the years went on and especially going into college where we both went to the same uh, college and he dated one of my close friends at the time, uh, we became closer. And even today, um, actually we talked today, so it was really nice to catch up with him. And for, for Chine, for Chris, uh, he and I have gone way back, especially with him coming over to my house for sleepovers. One, one story in particular, uh, when I first went to his house for the very first time, I just dyed my hair bleach blonde. Like, it was almost white. And when his parents first met me, he told me that his parents thought, that kid's weird, but... Again, I think I was pretty weird in that age anyways, but there's another story with that too. Me and him were having a sleepover at his place. At this time, he was short. Like I'm not a tall guy by any means, but back then he was really short. So we went to grab a glass of water and I went to reach for the glass and I pulled a muscle in my back, but I didn't know what happened. It was the first time something like this ever happened and it's at like 2 a.m. So we're both freaking out. And I end up calling my parents and they come to pick me up. And by the time they arrived, it was like 20 minutes away from his house. The muscle kind of chilled out a bit and it was all all for fun, right? I mean, not really fun for me, but it was, it was a funny memory. Now, going through middle school and the high school, we had our group, like me, Aaron, uh, Chris, and Mason. We were this other group and we were kind of... We were in the group, but we weren't really so much locked into the group, right? We we're kind of like the outer circle. As high school kicked off, uh, we started to grow a little bit distant from that other one. And we met some really cool people and we kind of developed the group that we have today. A few people that I want to mention is Tanner. Uh, I knew him through elementary school, but he was always a grade above me. So we weren't exactly hanging out at that time, but with Tanner and uh, Alex, also met in high school, and my friend Tim. The group of us, even today, we're, we always try to hang out whenever it's possible. Now, of course, with uh, Aaron and Tanner, they live in another city, and it's about an hour and a half away. It's not like we can just get up and go, because we all have our own lives now, but whenever we get the opportunity to go to where old watering hole, the, the thistle it's called, to be able to just go out and the guys have a few drinks, maybe we go play pool. Those are the, the memories that you kind of look back on. And especially road trips. Went on a road trip with Aaron and Mason one summer to go visit Tanner. Uh, he lived in New Brunswick for a short while. We, we drove Aaron crazy because we brought up a hypothetical question. And I'm not going to repeat it because it's... Uh, not PG, but the whole entire trip, Aaron was pretty, uh, he was pretty upset at us. It was all in good fun. Also, too, my very first road trip when I first got my license, I went with Tim. It was like a week after I got my full license. Like, all right, we're going on a road trip. And we decided to go to Meat Cove. It's the most northern part of Nova Scotia. We had a couple of friends there. So we thought, okay, we'll go visit them. Now, neither of us are really good navigators, and even today when I travel, I don't know how I don't get lost more frequently, 
but we were driving up to the uh, the Cabot Trail, it's called. And it's a really beautiful scenic route that goes right around the outer edge of Cape Breton Island. With this, you're driving up the side of a mountain pretty well. So we're going up and we stop off. We're taking pictures and things like that. And Tim's like, where's my phone? Looking at him like, I don't know. Did you, is it in the car? And he's looking around and moving things and I'm slowing down. And he's like, I think I forgot it back at the other stop. So again, there's very few areas to turn around. So we had to drive a little bit, turned around, came back to the last previous spots. And of course I'm outside looking around and he yells to me, I found it. Like, where was it? It fell in the chips bag. He had a bag of potato chips between his legs and the phone fell into the bag. Let's just say I wasn't too happy because we lost a lot of time. But in the end, again, it's something we can look back on and laugh about. Now, it's cool that in each stage of your life, right, you go through elementary school or grade school, as some places call it, and then you go to high school, you meet new people that are influential in your life. And then you go to college and then you start work and then you travel and things like this. You remember these people for certain specific reasons and uh, times of your life. Again, from Aaron, when I first grew up, middle school with Chris and Mason, high school with Tanner, Alex, Tim, I could name other people too. Um, but again, I'm not going to spend two hours naming off every person in my life. But going into college, there was, again, a group of us with me and Chine. He also took carpentry the same time as I did. And we met another guy named Sean. We were pretty close through the couple of years in college and, of course, drifted apart afterwards. But me and Sean and Chine, we were a group throughout the two years of carpentry. And we had to make up a name for our group. So we called ourselves Close Enough Construction. I would not hire us. Uh, Chris and Sean are good at what they do. I'm just the pretty face. During this time, I met a new friend, uh, another Chris. And me and Chris have gone through a lot, especially with his life. We've been through hell and back, but to be able to still support each other, still be close friends, is I, I really cherish that a lot. Another friend who helped me through carpentry, mainly because I didn't really want to get through it, but he certainly influenced me, was uh, his name is Mark. Mark helped me a lot through carpentry. He owns his own business now, dealing with renovations and, and landscaping as well. He really did help me through, and he wanted me to pass. At one point, I did kind of give up on it. I gave up on trying to pass. I just wanted this part of my life over with. But with the combination of my friends, with the group, they all helped me get through. And I ended up passing with pretty good marks. So because of these guys, they really helped me a lot. Really showed me what true friends are. They're there for you for the tough times. They're there for you to celebrate the good times and i'm really appreciative of it so again thank you guys again i can name so many people that have influenced my life and i thank all of you i really do it's it's an honor to be in the situation where i am that i've met so many amazing people hopefully keep on meeting more amazing people throughout the rest of my life which, speaking of life, a big chapter of my life was when I moved away. 
and I moved to Ontario, packed up my car, drove the 18 hours to Port Colborne, a little small town just just outside uh, St. Catharines and Niagara Falls. Now, when I first moved there, I was going to live with a couple. It ended up not working out, so I was living in a hotel for a little while, long story short. But then pretty well on my last legs of giving it a go out in Ontario, I found a job in St. Catharines. So when I started there, I thought, you know, I'll just work and maybe not focus so much on friendships and stuff. I want to focus on myself. Thanks to two guys, they really made the experience in Ontario that much better. And I want to mention Mike and James. Mike and James are both really good friends. They're I consider them best friends for each other, and I consider them really great friends for myself. They help me through a lot of things in Ontario. I'm definitely grateful for them. And how it all started was Mike and James, they invited me out one night to go for sushi. And I've never had sushi before, and I thought, eh, I mean, raw fish and the same sort of uh, stereotypes that a lot of people throw out there when they think sushi. They said, no, there's other stuff too. You can get there and just come on out. Okay, fine. It's not like I have anything else better to do at staying in my hotel room, just sitting there watching sports. So, uh, sure, I'll come out. Along with them were their group of friends, uh, Craig as uh, one, Sam and Cameron, and also Dave. They were kind of the Canadian entire group. Uh, each one worked in their own department. So it was almost like when we were all working together on the same shift, it was really fun. And it was like, we're hanging out there. Then we would go to like game nights once in a while or once a month we'll go to sushi. And yeah, we had a lot of really great memories. I know, especially for me and Mike, every night after a hangout, we would sit in his driveway and talk for like three hours. He'd get into his house at like 2.30 a.m. and I'd have to drive the 40 minutes back to Port Colburn where I was living. I would get to sleep at like 3.30 a.m. These are, again, some some really great memories. At the end of it, uh, the one real memorable moment was when me, Sam, Cameron, and Mike all went to the batting cages so it would be like, a, for people who aren't really familiar with baseball, is they have these pitching machines that they fire the baseball towards you, and it's like an automated system. So you put some coins in, like 10 or 15 balls will come out, and you try to hit them. Of course, with me playing baseball all my life, I'm like, ah, oh, this would be good, this would be easy. At this point, I didn't play baseball for a couple of years, so I was really rusty. So next time I come up, I challenge them to go to the batting cages, and I'll show them that I am a good baseball player. Another person I need to make a shout-out to is, uh, her name's Ashley. Nicknamed Gillespie, because last name. Um, me and Gillespie, we had a lot of fun memories in the eight months of me living in Ontario. Uh, she was definitely someone that, when she wasn't working or studying, she was definitely game to hang out go for drives, go for adventures. Uh, she introduced me to Ultimate Frisbee, which is a really cool sport, and I wish I could have got into it, but it's not so popular, at least not in my area. But still, it's really good to have some great moments, and for the hundredth time, I'm thankful for that. 
Now, going back to the situation, going back to talking about what's happening in the world, and I really didn't want to talk about this, but at the same time, I feel like we can't hide the situation. There are some countries that are hit so bad that they can't even leave their house. With that being said, the only way to stay in contact with each other is by social media and by video calls. So far during this quarantine, I've not been working for close to 10 days now. I've had such a great chance to catch up with a lot of people and stay more connected than I've ever been. Just recently, I've called friends from Italy, France, Germany, uh, the Ukraine, Belarus, Japan, Czech Republic, Poland, uh, some friends from Ontario, and even some of my friends around here in Nova Scotia. Uh, Last week, I was playing some games with Tim online just to catch up with everybody and just stay connected and make sure that we're okay. Um, Although we can't leave our houses right now, or at least it's kind of frowned upon in some places, we need to stay together. We need to make sure that we are okay. Uh, We are going to get through this, and because of our friends, because of keeping in touch and motivating each other and staying positive, we will get through this tough time because of friends, like because of friendships, that's going to make it that much easier. We've all gone through tough times in our lives and we needed that friend. We needed that solid rock in our life that no matter what the situation is, they are there for you and they're going to help you out. I'm very fortunate to have some really close friends from all over. I think that it's better to have a couple of really close friends, some really good best friends. When you are in a situation, in a dire need situation to talk somebody, just think about it. Who is your go-to person? I think with most people, one person or a couple people, they come to mind that No matter if you are having a mental breakdown at 2 a.m. or if you got in a fight and you need someone to bail you out, uh, they'll be the first person there. We all have those type of of friends. And to get through this, we certainly need those type of people, those type of friends. I want you to, right now, this is your homework. I'll be checking up on it next time. I want you to pick up your phone and message your best friend or your best friends and say, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Is there anything you need to talk about? What's new? I want you to make sure that you're staying in touch with your close friends. Maybe it's a friend that you haven't had a chance to talk to in a while. Message them and say, hey, Long time, no talk. How are things? How's the girlfriend? How's the boyfriend? How's the kids? To be able to reach out to these people, even surprise them. Again, if you haven't talked to them for a while and they say, oh, hey, so-and-so messaged me yesterday. It was the first time in months and we had a really good conversation. At least we are doing our part to help each other throughout this uh, this situation, which will hopefully end soon.
it'll take some time, but at the end of the day, I hope that we keep these traits, we keep these routines that we are learning about now, the staying connected with people, because once this is over, people are going to go back to their normal lives. It's just how it is. People will be going back to work. People will be sending their kids back to school. And we may not have enough time to have long conversations. But it literally takes three seconds to type out, hey, how are you? Or, hey, what's up? That goes a long way to keeping contact with people. And I just hope that listening today, hearing my stories, hearing about my friends, because I want you to also experience through my life and through my friendships, my experiences, so that you can reflect and say, you know what? I'm really lucky to have these people in my life. So unfortunately, we're all out of time today, but thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed listening and learning about myself, and who knows, maybe you learned a few things along the way. If you have any questions or suggestions, then definitely let me know. This is Thomas signing off for today. Please stay safe, remember to wash your hands, and have an amazing day.